Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Hear engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, I'm Caroline Stocks with Poultry Health Today, and with me is Issa Eyre, who's a veterinarian and nutritionist with Hendrix Genetics. Issa, thanks so much for joining us. Now, today you're going to talk to us uh, a little about health issues in uh, layer chicks. Now, it's perhaps a subject that ordinarily we think of in terms of managing older birds. How do the, um, how do the health issues differ with, with younger birds? Well, I believe that the biggest part of raising a healthy flock or at least setting up your layers uh, for reaching their maximum genetic potential is is actually training in the pullet house so that they're comfortable and healthy there prior to transfer um, later in life. So anything you can do to reduce risk of coccidiosis, introduction to salmonella, or any other bacteria or any pathogen, um, biosecurity is a big component of cage-free and it's much more challenging in a cage-free environment because the birds have access to the floor. They're typically on some sort of bedding, typically shavings. And if you keep it clean and don't introduce any bacterial or protozoal contamination, you're fine. But that is a much, much more difficult uh, challenge uh, compared to, I'd say, um, a conventional pullet growing system. So you talked there about um, having to increase biosecurity or, or making sure that biosecurity is, is really on point. How are producers kind of having to work differently to ensure that they've got all of those systems in place? I think the successful pullet growers really focus on traffic patterns, making sure that uh, anything specifically to do with being a fomite or any vector um, it's closely monitored, anything entering or exiting a house. So making sure that you have dedicated footwear because you are going into an animal area and the birds may have contact with the floor. That's a really, really, I'd say the number one easy way to introduce an unwanted uh, pathogen. So how are producers actually dealing with making those changes? I think it's incremental. Uh, if, if, for example, a commercial pullet grower is going from their cage system to a cage-free system, I think it takes time. So it's it's a learning curve where as they're getting comfortable making incremental changes and, and being successful, that will further uh, give them confidence to, to keep going. It's step by step and seeing what works and what doesn't work given your infrastructure at, at a particular location. So how long you... Um, keep them in a system and then let them out so they learn to enter and exit an aviary system that that's very important so that the birds know where their feed and water are located in the system where the um, dust bathing and shavings area uh, are located and then when the lights are dimming down they know to go back in the system at night Uh, every variety of bird behaves slightly differently and those are things that clients and genetic suppliers uh, we work closely with them to to help give recommendations so that they're successful and the birds understand how to use the system and then as long as that system is similar to the layhouse 
we can transition those pullets to the layhouse and they'll be familiar with the routine. Given everything you've talked about, what would you say are the, the key issues for ensuring that layer chicks have good health and welfare? And do you think that farmers at the moment have the tools to be able to do that? Yes, so I'd say number one is, is training and management because it is very different than a conventional uh, pullet growing operation. Uh, so as long as you can train your birds in a system, again, that closely resembles or matches where they're gonna be transferred to in the layhouse, uh, that that's critical so you're set up for success um, also if you train them well up front in the pullet house that'll reduce floor eggs uh, being that there are nest boxes in the lay house and if they're trained appropriately they will use the nest boxes and there's less chance that the birds will lay eggs in areas and on the floor that they shouldn't be laying them in um, and then I guess the number one health issue that I would be concerned about for the um, pullets would be coccidiosis being on the floor obviously salmonella is a huge huge uh topic for anyone in the layer industry to keep that out of our houses and then moving to the lay house and even later in grow uh respiratory issues and e coli are i guess come up on the radar a little bit more because they have access to the bedding and they can dust bathe it just creates an environment that the opportunity for potential respiratory issues, I would say, is elevated. Great. So just briefly to, to finish, we know that um, cage reproduction is increasing. Do you think that producers are properly prepared to be able to deal with it at the moment? I think producers that have had a few flocks, again, are, are getting through that learning curve. I do believe the tools are available, um, both with use of either uh, like a coccidiosis vaccine as, as an example uh, to help with that issue and then other vaccines for E. coli and salmonella that will help any floor, floor bird operation, aviary operation. Uh, I think that will help, help uh, re increase livability and uh, those tools are available and as producers move towards a cage-free or choose to, to start having cage-free birds, the more information they get the, tool, the tools are out there, but uh, it, it takes time to utilize them appropriately. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com slash join.